0: Our summaries this week contain two cases on criminal law, both from the Arkansas Court of Appeals. In Jones v. State 2023 App. 310, the Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed and remanded in a case where defendant did not agree to waive his right to a jury trial. The state conceded error. Judge Murphy wrote, quote, A bench trial was then held on November 10, 2021, at which the circuit court found Jones guilty of each count and the firearm enhancements. The circuit court sentenced Jones to 15 years incarceration on each count to run concurrently. Jones now brings this appeal, claiming that the record does not reveal he waived his right to a jury trial. The constitutional right to a jury trial is inviolate, and a party may waive the right only in the manner prescribed by law arkansas constitution article 2 section 7 should a criminal defendant desire to waive the right to a jury trial the waiver must be expressly made in writing or in open court where the proceedings must be preserved arkansas rule of criminal procedure 31.2 a defendant's right to a jury trial is not one that must be affirmatively invoked by the defendant and a contemporaneous objection is not required to preserve the denial of the jury trial right for appellate review. End of quote. End of decision. In Lucas v. State 2023, ARC App. 306, the Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed and dismissed, where the trial court denied a directed verdict in a case involving allegations of constructive possession of drugs in a nearby parked vehicle. Defendant was not occupying the truck at the time, but was asleep in a lawn chair about 20 yards away. Judge Thayer explained, quote, At trial, the state's first witness was Tad Huntsman, a narcotics investigator with the Ashley County Sheriff's Department. Huntsman explained that on June 17, 2021, he and other officers came into contact with Lucas at his father's house in Crossit. Lucas was asleep in a lawn chair under the carport when officers arrived. When Huntsman woke him up, he appeared to be under the influence because he was slurring his words. According to Huntsman's testimony, other officers were with him, and there was ultimately a search of a vehicle that belonged to the defendant. On cross-examination, Huntsman acknowledged that the truck where the drugs were found was about 20 yards away from where Lucas was sleeping, noting it was parked close to the road with the windows down. Huntsman did not recall finding the keys to the truck either in the vehicle or on Lucas's person. Huntsman also conceded that he did not run the tags on the truck. Rather, he said he had seen Lucas driving the truck and just knew it to be his vehicle, although he had not seen him in that truck the day the drugs were discovered. End of quote. The decision to reverse turned on the insufficient proof of constructive possession. Quote, here the state's case was premised entirely on circumstantial evidence. Neither of the state's two witnesses testified that the contraband was found in a place immediately and exclusively accessible to Lucas and subject to his control. The drugs were not found on Lucas's person. Rather, they were found in a truck parked on property owned not by Lucas, but by his father. The truck was found in the driveway close to the road with the windows down. Lucas was not in the vehicle. He was found passed out in a lawn chair approximately 20 yards away. The drugs were found in plain sight. The methamphetamine was found on the floorboard under the steering wheel, and the marijuana was just lying on the passenger seat. Moreover, there was no evidence regarding the ownership of the truck. Investigator Huntsman conceded that he did not run the plates on the vehicle to determine ownership. Instead, he testified that he just knew it to be Lucas's truck because he had seen him driving it before. The state failed to present any other evidence that the truck belonged to Lucas. The truck could just as easily have belonged to Lucas's father since it was parked on his property. There was no evidence concerning when Lucas last drove the vehicle or even whether he was the last person to have driven the vehicle. The truck was found unlocked and the keys were not found on Lucas's person. In fact, there was no evidence that the keys were ever located. Thus, there was no evidence that the truck was in Lucas's sole exclusive possession. End of quote. A dissent written by Judge Gladwin, who was joined by Judge Abramson, added quote, In order to reverse this case, the majority speculates that while Lucas was passed out in his father's carport, Some unknown person or persons happened by and threw seven bags of methamphetamine and marijuana into a vehicle owned by another unknown person that coincidentally was parked 20 yards from him, who remained oblivious to this activity. I submit this is not a reasonable hypothesis, nor was any evidence presented to even suggest such conjecture. I strongly adhere to the principle that juries are the best fact finders and appellate judges should not reweigh the evidence. Because this case should be affirmed, I dissent. End of quote, end of decision.